0: Hello everybody, this is True Crime Podcast from the hybrid warfare analytical group at Ukraine Crisis Media Center, where we take on Russian propaganda and disguise hybrid threats and influence tools they use. Today we will discuss how Russian propaganda tried to play on tragedy in Chernihiv. So please take a deep breath, buckle up and delve into the Russian vision of their own war crimes. On August 19, Russia launched a ballistic missile strike on Terniv, a neighboring oblast to the Ukrainian capital, Kiev, resulting in seven fatalities, including a six-year-old girl and leaving 129 wounded. The strike was directed to the city center's theater, which was concurrently hosting an exhibition of Ukrainian drones an event Russian propaganda is manipulating to make it seem like a legitimate target. In the aftermath of this heinous strike, there has been a flurry of accusations and finger-pointing among Ukrainian officials regarding with whom the responsibility lies for allowing such an event to take place. But let's not forget where the primary blame lies, with Russia and its network of propagandists. This propagandist has actively called for the genocide of the Ukrainian people pealing hate towards Ukraine among the domestic population. Within this podcast, we will analyze Yulia Vitezov's Russian propagandist reaction to the strike and the methods used to manipulate the domestic Russian audience in its aftermath. In the wake of the strike, it's essential to highlight the role played by propagandists. Whether state sponsored or independent actors, they are instrumental in shaping the domestic public opinion and driving narratives that served the Kremlin's interest. This event was no different. <music> Calls for Borsch. During the attack on Chernihiv City Theatre, Vytyshiv's initial response to the news is one of the celebratory nature, telling of Borsch in Chernihiv. As seen in her telegram
1: message immediately after receiving news of the attack, She writes, they are messaging telling how in Chernihiv there is borscht, a double portion. This message exemplifies a deliberate tactic of ambiguity. Its central purpose is clear,
0: manipulating public perception by dehumanizing the enemy. The use of borscht can only be assumed to be symbolic of the grim aftermath of violence. Vigicilla has refrained from explaining what she actually means when she reports of borscht after the attack. Why? The reference to borscht, a traditional Ukrainian dish, though falsely disputed by Russians, is distinguished by its bread-right color, lumps, potatoes and meat, and strands of boiled vegetables. And so one can only presume that VTZR uses it to resemble the aftermath of the violent incident, complete with blood and scattered bodies. This intentional vagueness allows her followers to fill in the gaps with their own interpretations, thus considering the deaths of innocent civilians as nothing more than a joke. Furthermore, this manipulation can evoke emotions such as sarcasm or unity among the Russian people, advantages of the propagandist agenda. This is illustrated in the comments section under the post. Vtseva followers reply by calling for
1: Three portions with mushrooms, please.
0: What a good borscht, so rich. These responses underscore how the tactics effectively shape the narrative and influence public sentiment. Bonus card. Such an asylum rhetoric is a characteristic feature of Russian propaganda, and the demonization and humiliation of Ukrainians in this case is
1: only an instrument of emotional reinforcement. All Ukrainian trash announced urgent collections for drones for a retaliatory strike against Russia. So, in addition to political bonuses, they will also make money. In the quote, Vyachesov
0: engages in dehumiliation and name-calling by referring to Ukrainians as trash, aiming to vilify and delegitimize them in the eyes of the audience. By mentioning civilian victims and suggesting that Ukrainians are collecting funds for a retaliatory strike against Russia, Vtseva aims to create a false equivalence between the actions of the two sides. This emotional appeal and false equivalence are designated to justify or downplay Russia's actions while diverting attention from the civilian casualties caused by Russian strike. Furthermore, hints at conspiracy and financial gain among Ukrainians contribute to a sense of suspicion and distrust. No match against Russia. At the same time as terrorist attacks, Russian propaganda is trying to protect itself in the eyes of its population. Russian media workers are
1: trying to hide the causality between their crimes and retribution they would not hesitate to attack such an exhibition on russian territory and they wouldn't be stopped by the presence of civilians but they just don't have the means to do it in this statement vitagevin intends to instill fear in the russian people
0: making the audience fearful of ukraine and its potential retaliation this scare tactic is used to justify russia's actions and provides a pretext for self-defense by portraying ukraine as the hostile neighbor, the aggressor, even though it is Russia who just struck the civilian target. Additionally, Vytisheva's statement is a tacit admission that the theater attack was carried out by Russia with the knowledge that civilians would be present. Although not explicitly stated, this acknowledgement implicitly reinforces Russia's military capabilities and willingness to engage in such actions normalizing Russia's military actions by framing them as necessary. Vitytseva underscores Russia's superiority over Ukraine, fostering patriotism and national pride by depicting Russia as a formidable power compared to the small Ukraine, and narrative propaganda has long pushed. Blaming Ukrainian air defense instead of the Russian executants Another propagandistic way to manipulate such barbaric shelling of a peaceful city is to lie about the origin of rocket.
1: Therefore, Vitezeva tried to do that in the most common way of Russian
0: propaganda.
1: Zelensky lies yet again, claiming that the video depicts the consequences of our rocket's arrival. Locals, however, write in the chats that Ukrainian air defense was to blame for what happened because they shot down directly above the city center, Vityseva employs an ad hominem attack against Zelensky to further the Russian
0: state's agenda of discrediting him. Additionally, Vityseva selectively highlights discussions from Russian telegram channels and ordinary citizens' comments, conveniently emitting contradictory information, all while implying that these sources are credible despite their lack of military expertise. Furthermore, the propagandist shifts blame onto the Ukrainian air defense, concealing Russia's aggressive actions against Ukrainian cities. Vtzyeva purposely overlooks the defensive nature of Ukrainian air defense and casts doubt on the accuracy of video evidence without providing any valid counter-argumentation. This is not the first time Russians have used such a tool of manipulation. Similarly, Russian propaganda accuses Ukraine of destroying the Odessa's Configuration Cathedral. For example, Olga Skudayeva stated the following: This is the state of the cathedral after Ukrainian missile struck
1: it. The puzzle has been completed. It appears that the missile was deliberately shot down over the Chernihiv Drama Theatre. Now, Zelensky has a reason to cry in Sweden, demanding love, weapons, money, NATO membership and other perks while avoiding awkward questions about a counteroffensive. The puzzle has been completed. Vygetova employs
0: misdirection and deflection to shift blame away from Russia, implying that the downing of the missile over the Chernihiv drama theater was now a deliberate provocation by Ukraine. This further progresses from the narrative applied 10 minutes earlier, when she put blame on the Ukrainian air defense, by now suggesting it was Ukraine's plan all along. Furthermore, Vityzov engages in character assassination by accusing Zelensky of using the incident for personal gain, seeking sympathy and support from foreign entities in order to avoid uncomfortable questions about Ukraine's counter-offensive. This is not the first time that ukraine officials and foreign special services have been accused of fabricating the results of russian aggression russian media accuses ukraine of orchestrating the massacre in bucha the shelling of Vinnytsia, and the blowing up of the Kahovka dam for example russian war correspondent alexander kotz came up with the following version of the events in bucha
1: entered bucha The Turbats grabbed people, dragged them into the basement, tortured them to find out information and shot them for collaboration with the Russian troops. And now they are passing off the people they killed as victims of Russian aggression, and the world believes them.
0: To sum up, in summary, the examination of Yulia Vitezeva's propaganda tactics exposes a deliberate strategy of misinformation and manipulation. Serving to divert blame from Russia while undermining the credibility of Ukraine and its leadership in the aftermath of the Chernyiv strike. And the Chernyiv case is one of the thousands of attacks that have been attempted to justify with similar tactics, which is a considerable part of the war crime itself.